Welcome back, folks, to another edition of the Quest for the Book of Sorrows, and we'll be picking it up right where they left off the last time. As you may recall, they were in the mud slash gold room, and they were about to make a throw, uh, what we call a recall the memory or memory recall throw to see if they can remember something very important. Did they pass? Did they not? You have to find out. Check it out, guys. No. <laughs> if you have a no. wisdom uh, modifier that... Uh, yeah, right. Any a negative? Uh, yeah, you subtract. would sub subtract it from the roll, yes. Uh, I got a 15 with the bonus. And that gets over it, okay? Anybody I got else? a 5. I got a 5. Trask? 3. <laughs> Trask, you, you sound kind of low. You alright? <laughs> He's depressed. And uh, Delphin, did you roll? Uh, yeah, I did, but I only got a 10. Okay. Corbin, you all of a sudden, as you're thinking of ways out, you kind of, and you got lucky on this one, you kind of remember there is one other place that you really did not check, and it was in the very, very end room where you fought the evil Telnock. His ladder that he was climbing uh, up, huh? He was climbing uh, a ladder that you guys never checked. That's true. Nor did anybody bother to loot his body after killing him. Well, we had. We were a uh, little too pressing. busy with death. I had some. I had a distraction. I was dealing with. <laughs> yeah, he was dying. I yeah. was a knife suddenly in my back. So I'm. I call everyone's attention and I say, "Listen, listen. I just had a uh, a vision from Saint Cuthbert. A mental kick in the ass, if you will. He's reminded me." that there was a ladder we never followed. Uh, Telnock was trying to escape climbing this ladder. Uh, and in the confusion of worrying about our fallen comrades, I forgot all about it. I think that may be a better bet. And we want to go up. Let's go. Mm. Definitely. Sounds good. So you guys are going to travel all the way back to the ceremonial room? Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. All right, after a, a few moments of traveling and working your way back through, you do make yourself back into the pentagram room. You walk you back into the room where you defeated Telnock, who is not there, mad. Are the kind of bodies of the orcs there? Yes, the, the dead orcs are there. This is not good. I don't know who would have rescued his body, but uh, I'm afraid the evil may not be quite vanquished. You all do see a very big gash into the wall where it looks like there might have been an axe. You know, maybe Trust we're reading too much into this. It could be uh, Belnor just uh, laid him to rest. Mm. You do see the ladder that he was climbing is half broken on the wall. Leading up to a trap door. Well, it looks what like part a, is broken? Uh, a couple of the, like, the footholds where he, he was climbing up. The wooden footholds are broken in half because of... <laughs> there was excessive weight? Yeah, due to the excessive blow impact that came down upon him when he was on there. But the upper half of the ladder is... Uh... Yeah, 
like yeah. you guys would be fine, but Trask would have to jump up a couple times to get up there. Or maybe we can kind of lift him up. Him up. <laughs> yeah, that's also. Trask remarks that he's sad. He's like, "Ah, damn, I was gonna get me an ear <laughs> as a trophy." Mm. Mm. That's not too nuts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he went and he killed the dark elf. Or helped kill a dark elf. Yeah, all for one and one for all. <laughs> well, let's climb that ladder. Alright, so... Who's going first? Um, I'll go first. I think Delphine can check the trap door for traps, maybe? Alright, so you give him a little boost, and Delphin climbs up very easily, and he's look, he's hanging onto the ladder while checking for traps. I got a 47. You do see that there is some type of trapping mechanism on this door. Oh. And I tell him to stand back. I'll see if I can just... Oh, yeah. Can I tell what kind of trap it is? Is it something we can avoid, just, in, you know, by not doing the particular... You, uh, you notice that by looking at the uh, trapdoor that if you do open it, which it opens down towards you, that something will fall out onto you guys on the ladder. Okay. It's, a, it's got a handle on it, right? Uh-huh. How about we just tie a rope I'll, to the handle and then just pull it while we're all away from it? That's what I was going to suggest. I mean, I could try to disarm it, but this way we'll know it's just gone. Uh, I'll do that. I'll, I'll tie a rope to it, and then I'll drop it and get out of the way and let Trash pull the rope. <laughs> he said he would. I'll I'm be not... away from the ladder, though. So. <laughs> I, I, I don't assume the Trash is going to stand under the trap door and pull the rope. I mean, he's not stupid. What's in <laughs> okay, so you pull the rope, and you see what looks like possibly some type of boulder falls down to the ground. Boom. It's a good thing we didn't uh we didn't do that. <laughs> the ladder. You know, it's kinda odd that our the dark elf was escaping in this direction. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Maybe you didn't know about the trap. Or maybe, or maybe they said it after fall. they left. Uh. True. So I well, think uh if I climb on the boulder, will I be able to reach the, the rungs of the ladder that aren't broken? Yes. Sweet. So I'll do that. I'll climb up on the boulder and then start climbing up on the ladder to peek my head through the trap door. Okay, you peek your head through the trap door. You see there's a lot of rubble around, some rock. You see a, a fire pit. And the, the room kind of looks oddly familiar, but you can't place it right now from this angle where you're standing. I... Look around. Do I see anything uh, out of the ordinary uh, in the rubble? Anything? You recognize what looks like to be a statue arm on the ground that you were bashing earlier in the adventure. Hmm. So I'll uh, report my findings to the rest of the group. Okay. Group? It's the way out. Let's go. And I'll climb up after uh, Trask. Yep, Delphin will uh, climb up the okay. uh, 
through the trapdoor. You all help each other come through the trapdoor, and you realize that this is the original room that you had come into with the statue that Trask was beating on repeatedly. Which means you are only a few moments away from leaving this place. Now we came in through a portal. Can we see the portal? Is it around? No, you do see the door where you came through, which was, which was down the steps from the portal. So let's uh, get the hell out of here. Hate this place. <laughs> and all its non-treasure. You what do. Are you talking about? I got a full bag of gold. <laughs> <laughs> You all, <laughs> right. you all make your way to the door, you open it up, you see the familiar steps, and you do see the glowish color of the portal at the top. As a sigh of relief comes over you guys, and you walk to the top, and when you reach the top, you see the stick, the rock, and everything else you threw through there on the ground. But you do notice one other thing there, well, two other things. And it looks like to be, I'm going to say, it looks like a, a large sack on it with a picture of Thor's hammer. And it has a note attached to it. Belhar! And I grab the note. And read it. It just says, here's the gold that you missed. Thanks. And it says, P.S., Trask, it's real. <laughs> Would anyone recognize Belnor's handwriting? Um, no. No. No, probably. Maybe Galvin might have seen some of the stuff he was writing down, but I don't think so. Let's, uh, let's open the bag. You let's see. open the bag outside. <laughs> <laughs> Exit the portal. Yeah, Delphin just yeah, goes right. to the portal. I want to get out of here. Yeah, me too. Okay, so when you walk through the portal and you're out to the outside, you feel the cool air come across your face. And, uh, Delphin, your bag goes smush. That's on your side that you're carrying. <laughs> and it feels really wet and soggy. <sighs> and you look down and you see it's a bag full of mud. Wet mud. What about my silver? It's still it's still silver. Just checking. Just checking. But what is the port? Oh, sorry. You do hear a slight scream, as if maybe like a lobster was being boiled in a pot, coming from each of the weapons that you all hold. Oh no! Not our hell weapons. You see, the weapons are now white colored instead of gold colored. Hmm. Are they? Like, anything else happened to them? Nope. That's just... They just... You heard that little scream, and they all turned white. <laughs> Nothing else apparently happened. Exactly. <laughs> Mike's got I, the, the, I attack Corbin. Do I get to it? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, roll d20. No. Sorry, buddy. I have to, I'm just kidding. You get to see yeah, if this double tap works. <laughs> And then you yeah. you guys turn around and you see the portal is now gone. Good riddance. Mm. And the uh, is the book still with me? The book is still in your little paws. Oh, thank goodness. 
I say we uh, we head back to Tag Bar. Well, Dolphin takes a moment to dump the mud <laughs> out of his bag before he throws it back in his pack. You gotta and, keep uh, that bag. <laughs> that's just mud. My water will clean it out. You'll wish you had that bag when we go to find the real gold. <laughs> Is anybody checking that bag from uh, what you seem to be, Belnor? Sure. You yeah. o- you open it up with Trask eagerly looking inside the bag. Hopping around, and it is in fact two hundred gold. Wow! Great, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and but even I'm if you just sure yeah, the biggest disbelieve you still believe it's gold. <laughs> it is gold, in fact. A little white-haired, red-haired, red haired red Robe D, uh, DM comes out and said, "It's gold," and he walks away. <laughs> Dungeon master, Benja. <laughs> <laughs> so you head back to town. Do we notice? Uh, are the animals still nasty looking that we pass? Uh, <laughs> the animals are still disgusting looking, as far as you could see. You do. Uh, Trask, you do see your horse in the barn looking at you. I walk up to the horse. <laughs> As I just kind of, I stop us as we're walking on the path, and I, I, I like, give them an assuring nod, and I walk over to the horse. You had, you seemed heading for the farmland where the horse in the barn was. And I, I stare the horse dead in the eye. The horse just kind of looks at you. Does it say anything? Nope. All right, I'll do the talking. I got your damn book horse. What did you say, Trask? I said, I got your damn book horse. You ain't laughing now, are you? (laughs) He doesn't, he just seems to chew on some hay and just kind of blink at you. After about 30 seconds of him not saying anything, Trask gets furious. And he's going to punch the horse. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Roll. Go ahead. If AC of 9. AC of 9? Yeah. Uh, I got a 13. Is that enough to hit? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. And uh, you... What's your... I don't know what you're doing. You're punching? I'm just going to call it uh, whatever your plus two strength is. It's a plus one. So you do a point of damage. You punch the horse and it knees in the air. And your armor class would be... <laughs> Uh, two. The horse kicks you with both front hoofs, and you take four points of damage, and you go flying across the barn. <laughs> Peter's right. going to be after you. You guys all see Trask this happen. Up. Yeah. Draws his axe. Oh, Double tap. He's going to attack the horse. Don't kill the horse, jeez. Yeah, really. Are are you are you it's a good a aligned horse. person or? <laughs> Go I hate ahead, this horse guys. Roll your uh, Corbin. You are finding this very uh, disturbing and ungoodly like at this point. Um, I could see I, Delphin maybe saying, "Okay, this is stupid." Maybe Erwin saying it's stupid. Maybe Galvin at the point he's too obsessed with his book right now to do anything. But Corbin, I'm gonna have to say you're gonna intercede here, probably. 
I uh, thought he hated the cow anyway. Well, he hated the horse too because it was laughing at him. No, I hate the horse oh. and the cow. The blood milk cow. And the so cow's just the general loathing of livestock. <laughs> I I go storming up to Trask and I say, "What are you doing, man?" And I try and grab his uh, axe out of his hand. Damn devil horse! All right. Well, unfortunately, there's going to be an initiative roll for three sides here, so. <laughs> Trask is going to be attacking the horse. The horse is going to be defending, and uh, Corbin is going to be stopping Trask, I assume. Trying to be the vague voice of sanity in this. What did you guys get? I rolled a six, unfortunately. I got a four, but... But? Like, I'm not going to rush past him to get to the horse. All right, you would have the first move, but you do see him coming in your vision. Side view vision. Peripheral vision, sorry. Okay, I, uh... And I hear what he says, right? You were saying, Corbin? I was saying, What are you doing, man? Stop! Damn horse is a devil! The horse just kind of... He, like... The, like horse, the horse just goes... Trask, I think you've been down... In the dungeon too long. Put down the axe. Something in that mud. <laughs> and he, he looks at the horse and he puts the axe away and he walks up and punches it again. I miss. I miss the horse. Okay, you see he takes a swing at the horse but misses because the horse's head dodges out of the way. I grab him by... The, the back of his collar if I can and just try and physically drag him away. What time of day is it, by the way? It would be now 6, 7 o'clock at night. Guys, light is fading. We're wasting time here. Let's get out of this place. <laughs> I'm going to break away of his, from his grasp. You're going to break away from Corbin's grasp, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just going to keep trying to kill the horse. <laughs> I'm going to grab its head. Uh, Alright, give me a d20 roll. Add your strength modifier if you have anything. 16 Does anybody total. know how far we are from the town? Do you probably... A yeah, a couple miles. Okay, so we don't have to worry about camp or anything. No. Yeah, we're just, like right outside. We camped here before. So just the Belfort, horse uh, station and... And that's all that's, we got to worry about. Cool. I'm actually going to try and get between him and the horse. You do have a hold of the horse at this point by the, the reins. Okay. I'm going to tug on its head as hard as I can. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you planning on doing? Goddamn zombie horse. I'm going to rip its goddamn zombie horse head off. <laughs> uh, all right. Corbin is kind of pulling you off the uh, horse's uh, head. So I guess it's going to be a strength versus strength match here kind of thing going on. Uh-oh. Who has what strength? I have a 16. Uh, I have a 13. Yeah, I'm going to give it a roll, and uh, we'll find out here in a second. Oh, wow. Corbin, you actually do manage to pull Trask away from the horse. And I'm going to do a little 
uh, dwarf whispering kind of thing, just <laughs> talking to him gently. It's like, Trask, Trask, it's okay. It's just a horse. It's all right. It's Calm not just down. a horse. Calm down. We have gold to count. Calm down. The horse, like, I hear the horse laugh. Yes. No. Yeah, in in my head, I just hear the dwarf, the horse laughing at me. <laughs> the dwarf whisper. Well, I just... And I kinda... uh... Go ahead. I was going to say, I literally try and wrap him up, like, my entire body, uh, you know, around him, my legs, around his legs, and uh, say, I cannot let you do this. Hey, did I have time to memorize sleep while uh, we were resting? <laughs> yeah, you would just redo your spells all over again unless you said something. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to cast sleep on Trask. Trask, save versus spells. I'm going to give you a fair chance. Got a 20. <laughs> <laughs> he does not fall asleep. So 24 total. <laughs> He does not fall asleep. So, Trask kind of looks at the horse and nods at it, and he says, Accepted. <laughs> Sorry about the, the punch. And then he goes back to the path to join the others. Okay, so you guys uh, get back onto the path and head back into town, and you head towards uh, Rupert's Tower, which is still in disarray, and uh, you do see a woman outside watering flowers with long gray hair. Is it really a woman? It's or probably is it, Rupert. No, is it's it Rupert. Rupert. It's probably Rupert. Rupert dressed up like a woman. Alright, you look over and give a close look. It does look like the the woman has a beard. And it's holding a watering can and is watering a rock. And I I look over at Galvin and I say, This is the man you entrust with this danger? He's like, well, Oh! The youngins are back! And he runs back inside and closes the door. Hmm. You're right. Maybe Trask I just, just kind of humorlessly. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, say, Calvin. You're right. Maybe we shouldn't trust him with the book. Uh, maybe we should just keep the book in uh, my hand. <laughs> or we could burn it. <laughs> I like how we stress Trask the kind of my grabs, hand. Uh, he grabs Galvin by the the front of his shirt and kind of pulls him towards the door and knocks on it all humorlessly. <laughs> okay, you see <laughs> the door opens and there's someone that is your height, Trask, open the door, but it's actually Rupert on his knees with like doing the the dwarf thing with like the fake shoes and everything and he's wearing a little hat and everything. <laughs> he's like, Arr, can I help you? <laughs> he pushes past him and drags Galvin inside. <laughs> and then he takes the book from him and goes, Here, we got your stupid book. You see, he takes he he, he gets up and takes the, the stupid costume off that he was wearing. And uh, he walks over to you and he p 
picks up the book and he clutches it, and then he runs around the living room with it in his hands, as if he's looking for some place to put it. <laughs> and then he goes oh, towards the <laughs> the back of his house, where there seems to be a trap door, and he runs down the steps with the book. Uh, I'm going to chase him. Follow him. Okay, yes. so Galvin, Trask, Corbin, Irwin, and Delphin follow, or yes, I sorry, yes, uh, I'm chasing after him. Okay, you see, he goes down the steps, which looks like into a small, uh, uh, maybe like a chamber room where he does his experiments and everything. And you see, he walks over to the far wall. This is maybe a room, maybe ten by twelve. And uh, he goes over to the far room and he pushes a, a notch on the wall and it opens up what looks like a secret door and he runs through it and you guys follow him through there and he's running down what seems like a sewer tunnel for over a mile. And you guys are like, <gasps> trying to keep up with him at this point. Until he finally reaches this room, this fire pit room, and there's a pedestal with, which looks like a uh, glass case on it, which looks like holds what would hold the book. And he's going over to put the book into that place. And he's just standing there waiting for you guys to come into the room. So, uh, yeah, we come into the room and I, I kind of ask him, is this going to make you better or are we going to have to, uh, we're going to have to call the Looney Farm. <laughs> he just looks at you and he's just like, yes, young lady. <laughs> Traskill's kind of grits his teeth. And he's just like... Ugh. Yeah, I say we just came from the loony farm with you, Trask. <laughs> Trask knows great. The horse said he was sorry. <laughs> the horse. There we go. That's going to be the title of this episode. The horse said he was sorry. <laughs> Perfect name. Uh, anyway... Then oh, you guys notice all of a sudden that Rupert's eyes widen up and his mouth opens and he falls over face first down these small set of steps right in front of the pedestal and there seems to be a bolt in his back. I'm stupid dark elf. <laughs> and yes, you do see Telnok steps out from behind what looks like a curtain with with at least 12 to 15 orcs. As he walks over and approaches and he grabs the book from Rupert. He says, think you could defeat me that easily? You think I'd go down that quickly? I think whatever purpose you have for this book is one that we must stop. He just kind of laughs, and he says, well, I think I think differently, so he sends his work followers at you. I throw my spear at him. As Trask, Trask just kind of is rolling up his sleeves, and he goes, all right, I've had it. And he grabs his axe, and he's just, as uh, Telenok says his final uh, line, he, he just bomb rushes him and jumps to him to kind of tackle him. Dolphin's looking for a hole to hide in. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody roll... Uh, actually, everybody roll a save versus spell first. 
I have 16, so I made it. You made it. 14, so I pass. You passed. Delphin I got a 13. I got a 13 and failed. 16 just failed. Uh, the ones that passed, you notice that the other orcs, you seem that the orcs in the room are kind of shape-shifty, like fading in and out. Okay. Uh, uh, the ones that failed or the ones that passed? The ones that passed. See that. They kind of like shift in and out as if they disappear and come back as if like static or you're tuning into them or something. Okay, I'm going to run through the orcs towards the elf to attack. Alright, roll uh, Corbin, roll for your side. Alright. Roll to one. And I had charged to uh, to like jump and just mid-air tackle this guy. <laughs> Hope you don't intercept my spear. Just body slam him. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, throw... Um, the one went off first. Okay, so who was doing ranged? Corb, uh, Erwin was doing ranged, right? Throwing a spear. Yep, throwing spear. Roll that. And then the melee attacks go off. 21, unnatural. Unnatural 21? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know 21 was a natural, but okay. <laughs> I did not roll a natural 20 and get a plus one. I know, I'm just busting your balls. Come on. Roll your damage. Nine points. Nice. Okay, the people charging and running at him roll your uh, moves, and anyone else that's running at him... Okay, well, I was running through the, the... The orcs saying, "Drop the book! That's my book!" And I got my now white-colored act or uh, uh, staff, and I'm swinging at him, and I rolled a ten. <laughs> okay, what did you roll, uh, Trask? Uh, I rolled a thirteen, but with the charging plus one, so fourteen to hit Talnock. Plus two. Plus two, so fifteen to hit Talnock. Okay, you uh, actually do not hit Talnock, and you get smacked in the head by uh, Alvin's staff that he's wildly swinging around. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hates his elf. Oh. You don't take Why? any damage from it, though, but you just get a smack right in the head. Vince. What? Yes. Sir. I'm running at him, and I rolled an 18. Would that spear have uh, had strength damage added to it? No. It's a thrown weapon. Okay, then make that five points of damage. Okay, five points of damage. And Corbin, you were, you were running at him as well. Yep. Roll yours. Roll. I rolled an 18. Oh, nice. You hit. All right. Uh, for three points of damage. Okay. And you all noticed that when uh, Galvin ran through the orcs, they all disappeared. Just instantly went poof. As if the illusion is now gone. He's sneaky, drow. So there's no one drow? see this, he kind of smiles sinisterly. But the drow does manage to get one hit off on Galvin as he smacks him with his mace for three points of damage. 
um, moves, actions. We have, just to sum it up, we I'm have gonna... Trask, Galvin, Corbin standing right in front of him. Delphin was hiding in a hole. Uh, and um, let's see, Erwin was throwing a spear, so he's back at uh, range. So what are your moves? Going down the line, Trask. I'm going to try and hamstring this guy with my axe. Okay. <laughs> hamstring him. Galvin. I'm going to uh, yeah, try to knock the book out of his hands with my staff. Erwin? Draw my sword and close to range. Alright, so you'll be moving in. You're going to charge to get the plus two to attack this round, or are you just going to move in? No, I'll just move in. Okay. Delphin? Um, when you said the uh, orcs disappeared, were all of them illusions, or were just part of them? All of them were illusions. Uh, okay, okay. All right, well, uh, Delphin will recompose himself and uh, try to uh, move in to do battle with his friends and not look like a scary cat. Clean up his pants a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Corbin? Um, I'm going to attack again, but I'm going to try, if possible, and move around to cut off his exit from that door he came in. So you're going to kind of sidestep to go behind him sort of deal? Yes. Okay. Roll. All right. I, got a I rolled a three. You're going first. Uh, okay, so sum it up. Uh, Irwin moves in. Delphin moves in. Go ahead with the melee attacks. I got a 17. That hits. Everybody okay, just roll. I rolled. If this is with uh, double tap. Am I rolling double or is it non-magical now? Well, it doesn't seem to work like it did before. Okay, so I got eight damage. Okay, and... Uh, Anybody else? Yes. Uh, I rolled a 16. No, uh, Erwin, you're closing, so you couldn't attack. You weren't charging. Oh, okay. And I believe Galvin was trying to hit the book. Yeah, I was specifically swinging at the book, and I rolled a a 15. (gasps) You hit! No way. (laughs) You hit the book, at least. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And you did knock it to the ground. Uh, Corbin. All right. um, I rolled a 13. And you missed. New round. And if you're doing the same thing, just say same again. Same. 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 Um, Well, now I'm going to try to hit the elf. (laughs) Delphin's going to melee this round, too. Okay. Initiative. I got a three. Damn you. Go. (laughs) All your melees just roll in, and uh, I'll tell them when everybody's done. I'll go down the line. Trask, starting at Trask. Hit uh, with a 17 for 3 damage. Galvin? 12. You missed. <laughs> Erwin? 13. Miss. Delphin? Delphin uh, missed. Corbin? 16. You hit. All right. Four. Let's go, let's go. Seven points of damage. Nice. The uh, Dark Elf, he sort of leans forward as you hit him on the side, and he kind of turns towards you with his mace, and he misses at a swipe at your head. Same action. St. Cuthbert does not like your kind, sir. Same. Roll. Uh, Two. I got a five. Rolling down the line. Trask. Um, 
hit with an 18, I did 9 damage. Ouch, you see he's clutching his stomach at this point, and leaning forward, blood coming out of his mouth. Woohoo! Galvin. I rolled a 7. <laughs> you fanned him a little bit. <laughs> he said thank you. Erwin. <laughs> uh, at 20. Yo, roll again. Tell him what you get. Thirteen. Okay. Normal double damage. Roll your double damage. It would have been nice if you get like another high number so I could have made it more. So do I double what I roll or roll? Double what you roll. Uh, yeah. Uh, so six points of damage. Nice. He's uh, clutching and leaning forward even more. More blood coming out of his mouth as he's cursing you. Now Delphin. Delphin missed with a three. Delphin is getting queasy because of the blood he misses. Yeah. Corbin. I also rolled an 18. Corbin hits. For four points of damage. Smashing him. He's now down on one knee. Breathing heavily. Sir, give up now. There's no need to lose your life, although you have earned that right many times over. He places the mace down on the ground and he looks at you and he says, I am at your mercy. You are lucky, sir. I may be the only one in this group who has any for you. Is anybody going to do anything or are they just going to let Corbin... Uh, I'm going to pick up I, We should not let this guy I'm go. Neutral. I... Nah. I... Play it out as you want to play it out. I mean, Corbin pretty much Boy, stops that's... everybody at this point, so. Boy, we shouldn't let him go. You get Last the time oh. we thought we'd. Yeah, go ahead. No, there's no question of letting him go. This man has broken many laws, including the laws of God, and he must answer for those crimes. We can let the, uh, the village decide his fate. That's fair. I get my rope out and start uh, trussing him up. And I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna... I'm gonna... hit him over the head with the uh, butt of my axe. To try and knock him out. Okay. You do so and he easily uh, gets knocked out. With some nice subdual damage. Okay. And then I'm going to loot his body. <laughs> I'm going to take his, his mace and uh, any other fine weapons he might have. You see he has a silver serpentine dagger on him. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> you find a small uh, pouch on him containing ten gold. That's mine. Zing. <laughs> I will share. And then uh, that's it. That's all you find on him. Check his fillings. <laughs> Check his fillings. <laughs> Cyanide capsule. Ah! <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm going to go to Rupert and see if he's uh, still alive. He is actually still breathing. Okay. But he's barely alive. He has a very faint pulse. What kind of weapon was the 
projectile using that he shot him with? Was it one of those hand crossbows? Probably a yeah, hand crossbow bolt that he used once and dropped. Uh, I would uh, like to pick that up just as a memento if nobody else minds. You find it on the floor. Uh, Corbin. Yes. Uh, uh, we need some help over here. R Rupert's uh, fading fast. I'm afraid I've already uh, spent all of St. Cuthbert's uh, kind prayers today. We'll need to find a healer in the village. Hold on. Okay, well, let's, I'd like to try to patch up his wounds if I can. Is is Rupert still conscious? Uh, he's barely conscious. You can hear him mumbling. Okay, I press my ear towards his, his uh, mouth and do it. Do, what's he saying? He's saying, destroy the book. I told you. <laughs> and he keeps repeating that over and over again. Is there a fire in the room? Fireplace, torch, yeah. lantern, anything? Yeah. There is a little small fire. There's a small fire pit, yeah. Well, Delvin, there's a fire right there. Okay. Is Galvin <laughs> the one who has to destroy it? Galvin has know. the book. <laughs> He's the one that's been obsessed with the book, so I figured he should. Um. <laughs> well, I don't actually. Your question, Galvin. Do I, do I have any reason not to destroy the book? Um, well, like you, you, you know, you said that I. Yeah, the yeah. Book and the book's my friend. Uh, so if that's the case. Morally, you would probably destroy the book over, you know, just because you think it's your friend. But still, you'd probably destroy it because you know it's right. Yeah, I'm I'm a generally good uh, person, so I I, I I hand I take it out of my row where I stashed it and uh, <laughs> close my eyes and I hand it to Corbin. And uh, I. Hold on to my holy symbol, and I say, St. Cuthbert, you know, please help us destroy the evil taint of this book and toss it into the fire. All right, you toss it into the fire, and nothing happens to the book. And you hear uh, Rupert saying, no, it's not that easy. Hmm. <laughs> and, uh, chop it up first. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, I um I'm gonna draw my broadsword and walk over to the book and stab it. <laughs> okay. Actually, I'll tell me what you guys are doing, and uh, I'm gonna actually tell. Um, I'm gonna write out what he says to Galvin because he's talking in his ear. So continue. Okay. I walk so over. Gonna, and... uh... Go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna yeah stab the book. <laughs> okay. And then Corbin, what were you doing? I'm gonna walk over uh, to Rupert and Galvin and say, find out how we destroy this evil tome. And I shush him because uh, uh, Rupert's whispering into my ear right now. And Trask, roll your uh, your your hit. 
Okay. <laughs> I got a 19. And that was his hit, that big howl. The book yowls in pain. You see that the your sword your sword clangs right off the book as if nothing happened to it. The book kind of laughs at you. No, I'm kidding. The book, it just Bro, bounces off you. God, everything's always laughing at me. <laughs> what do you do now? Hmm. I, I'm at a loss for what to do. Normally when I stab stuff, that works. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked someone with a sword or something to drag the book out of the fire. Okay, you drag the book out of the fire. And it seems like nothing happened to the book. Rupert's gone. And, Where'd uh, he go? Wait, wait. <laughs> I knew someone was going to say that. <laughs> Rupert's I... gone dead. Rupert's gone <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> he's, his, he had, he's breathes no more. I lay, I, I lay his head down gently. Okay. So what did he say? <laughs> I know, really. You're keeping everybody in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was reading it. Okay. He told me... That we must travel north through the dark, hollow woods and follow the grassy plains path up the mountainside to where the air becomes thick That's and the fog. Yeah, it, yeah it's thick. And the you. fog clouds become thick, and there we'll seek out the ancient one, and and he can tell us. That's all he told me. It's actually where the air becomes thin. <laughs> And oh. the fog clouds become <laughs> thick. I just can't type and talk to two different people at the same time. Though I've been working on it recently with job skills, so <laughs> you know, got to be able to type an adventure at work while working. Well, he, he was kind of moaning in between, so I could have mixed some of the words up, you know. <laughs> then he, he leans. Rupert leans forward. He goes, "The air goes thin." Son. <laughs> <laughs> now, why is it never easy to destroy evil objects? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, if that was, it was that easy, there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be any evil objects. But no matter what kind of item you have, if you roll a one, it's <laughs> destroyed like glass. Right. <laughs> okay. For for Silverwind and for Rupert, uh, le I'm going to seek out this ancient one. And are you with me, guys? Aye, lad. I'll be with you. If it's a quest we be doing, I'll be there every step of the way. Oh, Thank fine. you, Trask. I won't be able to rest until I know this evil book is, is gone, destroyed. Of course I'm with you. <laughs> okay. So In case you didn't know, Corbin's kind of a pompous ass. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody agrees to go on further to find the ancient one and destroy the book. As you all leave the small room and head back up to the town. I'm dragging the dark elf with us. Dragging I think, uh, I think some sunlight would uh, do him well. Can we, uh, maybe we should carry uh, Rupert with us so we can... <laughs> I was hoping so. <laughs> lay him to rest or whatever, you know. You see, when you get back uh, to his little hobble, it's still a mess. 
and you do go outside and you do see that the sun is shining, the plants are growing back, the people are, are rustling around as if it was a normal day in the town. It's The houses seem to be back to normal. The, the uh, animals seem to be uh, just fine and dandy. Uh, the horse that you hated, Trask, seems to be normal and no longer a zombie horse. When you go rushing over to That's look... Good. I'm glad we we cleared the air between us. I would hate for him to be mad at me when he's back to normal. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you take the drow to the local sheriff of the town. And you, I guess, release it to him. Because you said you were going to release it over to the town for them to decide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually, but I'm going to, you know, not knowing the sheriff, I want to make sure, you know, that uh, he's going to deal with this properly, so uh, you know, Corbin is going to definitely ask him you know, pointed questions. Will this man uh, be safe in your hands? Um, He's responsible for the evil, but uh, you know, I just want to make sure that he will answer to the proper authorities. Oh yes, we'll give him a proper hanging later this afternoon. Hmm does sound like a fitting end, if a quick trial. There'll be no trial. He's already condemned. And he takes... We don't... This... What? This is fantasy realm. There's there's no habeas corpus. I know. <laughs> he still feels that, you know, maybe... Maybe Corbin feels that he needs a trial first. I don't know. We know he's guilty. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. We saw him he shoot tried to kill us in front of twice. us. Just in terms of the role playing, I was just thinking, you know, he's 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 more lawful than he is good. So I'm just wondering how important that would be. But as long as it's a uh, the the town officials who are responsible for these things, I suppose, you know, it would be fine because we know without a doubt he was guilty. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a matter of is- are they doing this special for him, or is this pretty much how they deal with all guys that break the law and they've got so much evidence against well who are we to worry about that I, mean, I think right. Del- Delphin doesn't particularly care yeah. Yeah, it's definitely evil he the sh- shot the guy in front of him he, he doesn't care if they hang him right now on the spot the sheriff takes okay. the uh, the dark elf and his deputies they throw him inside one of the jail cells in the back I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Keep them. an eye on him is, yeah, is Taunako awake no he is still knocked out Okay, I'm going to go, before they lock the cell, I'm going to go and, and rouse him awake while he's still tied up. Okay. Is he, uh, so I'm, like, slapping him on the face and shaking him abruptly. Does he, he, he awake? He comes to consciousness and he's staring at you. So I'm just face to face, like the goddamn Batman. <laughs> and I'm, uh, and I lean in close and I go, Where's Harvey Dent? No. Why do you want to kill us? No, you're a tricky one, aren't you? He goes, I. What does he go? I. I will know this. We dealt with you twice. I don't want to see you a third time. So if you somehow slither your way out of these cells, out of these ropes and off of that noose, don't come back. Don't look for your book. Cherish your life and get on with it. Because if I see you again... You damn well know that me axe is going right between your eyes. 
And then he throws him against the wall and exits the cell. He mumbles something in some language you don't understand, and he says, stupid pig-headed dwarf, pretty much afterwards. And uh, Trask turns back, not a full turn, but it kind of looks over his shoulder at him. And he goes, you know, I'm kind of sad that I'm going to miss the celebration tomorrow. <laughs> and then he walks off. Okay, you come back into the room and where everybody else is standing waiting for you. While he was mm-hmm. doing that, I'm talking to the sheriff, making sure that he knows this guy is probably an illusionist and is to be extra careful uh, to not allow any trickery to allow him to escape justice. He uh, fully understands what you're talking about. He is quite aware of who Telnock is. Ah. And uh, he thanks you gratefully for capturing him and returning the book and now going to destroy the book as you're questing out to go do. Well, actually, he doesn't know that part. So he thanks you for returning the book. And he says there'll be a proper, proper warrior's burial for uh, Rupert tonight. Excellent. And I assume you guys are going to go rest? Yes. I only have four hit points. Yes. For at least five days. <laughs> yeah. Would it be tacky to go back to Rupert's Tower and and uh, loot it for magic uh, <laughs> cool items? Your alignment's what? A little. All right, all right. Your alignment's tacky, what? Tacky, but okay. <laughs> what was your alignment? Okay. <laughs> uh, it was chaotic. Good. <laughs> you may go back to study. Yeah. I don't see the. I don't see anything wrong with going to study, just not stealing anything. Okay. You could say if anybody finds you, and you can always just say you were doing uh, last good deed by cleaning up. If like someone comes in, because you felt yes. bad for him. Well, sure. I think uh, as a friend of uh, Master Silverwind, uh, it's only right that I try to set his affairs in order. Absolutely. You should inherit everything he has left. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what other wizard is in town? Yeah. That's, you know, your logic uh, is is very (laughs) clear. But uh, we should, perhaps he has a will. We'll, we'll, We'll find out. Hmm. Alright, so you guys go into the nearest inn and you go rest take a room for the night and you actually get a nice fancy room as opposed to the room with the bucket in the middle that you had been offered the last time (laughs) (laughs) that even Trask wouldn't sleep in if you remember back that far I do that's why we, that's how we met the zombie horse that's why we slept in the barn (laughs) yep And I think that's going to conclude for now before you guys rest up and head out to uh, um, quest for the destruction now of the Book of Sorrows. And the new the new campaign will be the destruction of the Book of Sorrows now as opposed to for the quest or Now, one thing I would suggest is staying long enough to make sure everyone's healed up. I'll have three heal spells in the morning, so I'd be able to... But anyway, I just... I would think it's a bad idea to start out with uh, everyone at less than full health. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I was about well, to say, I'm going to at least sleep five days to get my hit points back if, if he's not healed. So You uh, yeah. you were getting, as well, with the ceremony tonight of uh, Rupert being uh, a ceremonial burial, you were having a feast in your honor as well. 
Awesome. Oh, and yeah. since we're resting, I do get to stick around for the festivities tomorrow morning. Yes, you. I'm can. gonna enjoy watching Tonak hang. Yes, you can wait around for him to be hang hung in the mo- hung in the morning, or is it hanged? One of the two. I think, I think it's hanged actually. Yeah, I think hung did, hung is not the right word for it. Oh, <laughs> after it's you done, can say hung. What's that? <laughs> oh, Mike is the professor. So, Mike, what's the proper way? After he's been hanged, he will be hung. Okay. He will be well hung. Whoa. <laughs> I wouldn't know about that. Family friendly <laughs> podcast. Actually, you know what? You guys could say whatever you want because the other the other actual play already blew that. Alright. But just keep it refrained. Uh, keep it refrained. Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna say goodbye for this time and everybody join us next time as they the players go for destruction of the book. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. If you have any questions or comments, please give us a call, uh, a write in at rfistaff at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to the Quest for the Book of Sorrows. If you have any questions or comments, please visit the cast at rfipodcast.com. Follow the cast on Twitter at rfipodcast or at facebook.com slash rfipodcast. Join us next time for The Quest for the Book of Sorrows.